Albert A. Wall, the voice of the jungle, broadcasting on the DVC to all points unknown. If you're within the sound of my voice, you're listening to Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. Hello and welcome home. Thank you for joining us on episode 224 of Welcome Home, a Disney Parks and Vacation Club podcast. I'm Tom. I'm here with Trevor and Damon. What's up, guys? Five mean anything? 224. When 224. That's what I'm saying. Does 225 that's, mean anything? It's not really. I don't know. Like does it? Milestone, I, so. I guess, or a big milestone. But what's 225? No. Yeah, no, I guess not. It's a lot it of. It seems like it should be. <laughs> seems like I, it should be. I wish I had like an accounting somewhere of the total amount of hours that um, we have out there. Like of just us talking, like how, what's the total? Cause I, I mean, I could, I could, you know, guess, you know, mm. based on like our average episode well, length. It, it, it should be way less. I, I was just talking to everyone, you know, my whole family about this. Like, I was like, Hey, when, cause my wife was like, well, when are you going to be done? And I was like, I mean, theoretically we should be done in an hour. Right. I feel like that's what I signed on for when they were like, Hey, let's go to every week. And I was like, Hey, I'll go every, every week as long as we keep it to an hour. And you guys were like, yeah, yeah. no, no problem. We like did an it hour. First. And then, first. yeah. And then all of a sudden, like, yeah, you know, I looked at last episode, you know, it's an hour 40 and I'm like, oh, yeah. we've been averaging an hour 40, hour 50. Lately. That's, <laughs> that's too much, man. That's too much, man. We, we just um, talk about so stuff the, the other thing I would say is that if, I know there's been some requests for people to ask me personally stuff, and I'm not really on Facebook or Discord at the moment. So you can just, you can either email me at, so I think I made it, and I think I'm Damon at welcomehomepodcast.com. I think I have that now. Wait, you, you made yourself an email address? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, why not? <laughs> Why I didn't not? know this. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Damon, you know, he, he does manage the domain for us, so he can do that. <laughs> Yeah, well, no, I kind of do sense. a lot of stuff. I just—he's never divulged that before. I feel like. Well, no, because I just made it. That's why. Oh, you just did. Okay, you yeah. just did it. Okay, I just—I just made it. Or you can find me at BSC Kids. So I've also kicked up Toy Royalty. I'm coming back. We did our first um, toy review. I just recorded it with my daughter today, so it should be out and about, um, which is interesting because I think that's the thing I missed. I missed that sort of stuff. Like toy reviews were fun, man. So hopefully get some Disney stuff coming up too. Yeah. Toy reviews. Speaking of toys, I finished my uh my Pac-Man uh arcade cabinet Lego set. Oh, I thought you were gonna say actual <laughs> arcade cabinet. I'm super <laughs> no, 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 no. But it's like I sent this oh, up yeah. to Discord. I Trevor, you probably saw it, right? So I yeah. Yeah. So I finished that. Um it's it's probably my favorite Lego set I've ever done. It's the most complicated one for sure that I've okay. ever done. Um a lot well, of you did the pieces. castle though too, right? Yeah, I did the castle, but the castle is fairly straightforward. Like the Pac-Man one, uh, Damon, if you look at it, it's like it's got a crank on the side of it and you can crank it and it and it like the the ghosts and and Pac-Man move across the screen. Like so it's the mechanical parts of it were I mean, there's no mechanical parts to the to the castle, right? Like that's just straight building. Like this was a lot more which I like. I like the complicated sets. It's part of why I very rarely buy sets because I can't find ones that I want that they're complicated enough. You know, I want something that's I agree with challenging, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know? Yep. So anyway, yeah. So I just finished that. I'm actually just, I'm looking at it right now. It's in my, in my office as <laughs> I record this. So <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I was just thinking to myself how like, we're probably the fastest, uh, you know, podcast uh, out there as far as turnaround time like we're recording this <laughs> the night well, before and this podcast will be available at 1 a.m uh you know well, tomorrow well, not only that but the other thing that i've noticed the more i listen to podcasts that just in general 
is that, you know, the sound quality of ours is far superior to probably 90%, if not more of the other podcasts out there. And some of them, like I'm listening to, and I'm like, what is going on? Like, I just can't listen to them anymore. I'm not like, dude, this is terrible. We're pros at this point, man. We're pros. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like. I feel like. Early sound. Every time somebody like talks about one of like listening from the beginning, I'm just like, ooh, I just wince a little bit. Because like, you know, the first like, I don't know how many episodes, you know, we were still trying to figure it all out. And, you know, the audio quality wasn't there. We had cheap like $25 microphones. I mean, I still had that microphone until like two months ago when you guys finally got (laughs) it. Mine's still on a shelf. That's true. um, So so coincidentally, (laughs) my my wife actually said she was listening to the the last episode and it finished and it actually looped back around to the first episode. And she was kind of thrown off from it because she thought that it was, uh, she's like, what, is there another episode I didn't know about? But then she started listening and she was like, (laughs) yeah, it, it like, you can hear the difference in like <laughs> how we how we were like talking, but then also audio quality and everything. Like it's yeah, <laughs> it's it's a lot. It's yeah. I mean, it takes a while to find your footing with this stuff, right? Like especially like with chemistry with talking, and you know, it's it's and that's part of the reason why we have a hard time with having guests on sometimes too, because not really everybody mm-hmm. gets what we do, right? And like p- some people just stay quiet. Remember, or- remember when Jeremy came on with some like apple <laughs> earbuds? <laughs> like what was that about? Jeremy's <laughs> never gonna live that down. I feel so bad for Jeremy. It's, it kept cutting out. Dude, who shows earbuds? up with apple earbuds, man? Like. No, it's oh poor Jeremy. <laughs> and it's funny because it, it must not have just been the earbuds because here's the thing, like my son records off like professional like people that are on Spotify use Apple earbuds to record. So like I like what are happened? They using like what was going on? Earbuds, though? I, mean, I, I, I mean I think I think it's a or I feel it's a combination of a bunch of different hardware, right? Like if if you don't you know, it's not it's not yeah. the earbuds necessarily. It's you know, you know, people are using those. They're also connecting into, you know, like a system set up for producing content. Whereas, you know, and, and, and I get it. You know, I so yeah, maybe I, Jeremy, I get it. You know, you don't have a bunch of podcasting gear. Ignore these guys. You know, it happens, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, what, wait, don't rope me into Damon's criticisms. I was saying I felt bad. <laughs> hey, yeah, you guys weren't the one. You weren't like, oh, it's okay. You're just like, no, dude, it's not going to work. <laughs> it's not going to work. Just get out. Just leave. Uh, but <laughs> I mean, but that's partly, and you know, my well documented. I, I also have an. I it bothers me when we have bad audio quality. I don't like yeah. it. So and that's part of the problem too. Is it's like I it drives me a little bit nuts when we have bad audio quality. So. <laughs> I yeah, can understand anyway. that though. That's just so. Yeah. Just, so, I mean, what else have we been doing? Yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of that's all I've been doing. Being busy with do things, things and things, things and things. And stuff. Yeah. Oh, oh, but I did. I, so, if if everyone remembers when we were talking about the shirts, right? Like oh, just yeah. how many t-shirts I had. So, my son decided that it would be worthwhile to do. I get, obviously, there's a Reddit group out there, right? A vintage T-shirt Reddit group. So I was kind of like curious on some of the stuff that I had. Um, so we started going through it, and I realized that I have probably like, well, I have tons and tons and tons of T-shirts. Probably have like at least 150 vintage T-shirts. Oh, so wow. I think I'm gonna do some videos. I think I'm doing videos, man. And, doing another, and then I didn't another also, podcast series <laughs> or a video series. Now everything stays on one YouTube channel. 
the BSC Kids YouTube channel. Instead of like, what's in my attic? It's like going to be like, what's in my psh, psh, cross out attic closet? Like, oh, we're looking for something. What's in my psh, psh, garage, right? Like we're going to do yeah, yeah. all that. So it will be under the same place that people, if uh, they're looking for it. But what I, I guess I'm, I'm leading my way into the Disney part of this. So I didn't realize how collectible the old Disney t-shirts were by the vintage community. Right. I kind of was under this impression that like vintage T-shirt collectors weren't really, you know, the the Venn diagram of, you know, people. Oh, but yeah, like Disney. T-shirts are a very widespread thing. And yeah, yeah. So I mean, specifically like, Disney ones. Yeah, there was this guy. Yeah, there's this guy that did a video. Like He was kind of showing his collection. And I think the thing that's cool about my collection is, is that they're all mine rather than like swap meets or buying them after the fact, right? But he was showing like goofy shirts and, you know, Disney shirts within his collection as like kind of like high value items. And, and I was a little surprised by that, but, you know, pleasantly surprised as well because I look at some of the stuff that I have and, you know – Maybe some of my stuff is at this point 15 years old from Disney. Maybe, you know, maybe 15 years old, maybe a little bit older, which isn't really vintage yet. But it was interesting to see some of the stuff. Like he had a, a goofy shirt that was probably from 90s, I, I think. I, I just actually had a bit cool. of an existential crisis when you said that because um, – so, so when you said like you know <laughs> things from fifteen years ago, I, was, I in my head I still think like fifteen years ago was like the nineties or like when I was a kid. When the reality is, it's yeah, much no, like we're talking twenty five, thirty years ago. <laughs> so, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's why when I find stuff like of mine that's like super old like that, I go, "Wow, this is really old now. <laughs> this is really old." Yeah. So Damon, my uh, my brother in law, his parents have been going to Disney since basically since it opened, mm-hmm. and they don't throw anything away. Like you okay. know, and so he went through their basement and found like all of these old shirts from the parks, and Probably every a time hundred dollars a pop. Well, yeah, he, except he was wearing he wear, wears them every time we go with them to Disney. So I mean, that's mm-hmm. a little bit of a flex too. I, I get it. I, yeah, I, I get that. Like, I would kind of want to do the same thing, to be honest with you. Right? Yeah, and he's because, like, he's like, oh yeah, this shirt's from like the '60s, and I'm like, that's amazing. Like, <laughs> that's so cool. You yeah, know? no, it definitely is. So I think that there's there's fun to be had there as well. I just like I said, I wish I had older stuff. I really wish if I had a River Country. Like, I feel like that would have been the ultimate flex shirt. I mean, I know you can get like reprint ones, but I don't know. An OG river country might've been it. That might've been the, the grail yeah. of shirt. I wish I bought some Disney quest merch back when that was a thing. Oh, well. I would agree too. That would have been probably pretty. I, I know they, cool they had well. merch for it, right? Like you, cause there was like a gift shop. I, I don't remember. I mean, the, the biggest thing again, for me, like when you say Disney quest, the only thing that really truly honest to goodness immediately comes to my mind Mm -hmm. is the raft ride and and that's it like everything else is kind of blocked out because it it was me and i believe it was just my two boys i think there was four people in the raft right i feel like maybe i'm remembering wrong but i feel like it was four people and i don't think my daughter was born yet and i remember doing that and just having an absolute blast doing that it's like superseded all my other (laughs) disney quest memories i can't think of anything else besides that now yeah, I actually I love that, that thing with the little rollers on the bottom yeah, of the oars. That. Like that, that was the best, man. That was the best. 
It's it's funny you mentioned that because my brother in law actually sent me a picture of an old school River Country shirt uh-huh. <laughs> that he that he found uh in his parents stuff uh yeah see i would respect that the problem for me is is like if it's not mine like i'm you know listen you know the way i'm with the golden button i'm the same way with like stuff like if it's not mine i don't want it like so like i said i have the megatron transformers og right gen one but i wouldn't buy it because it wasn't mine like the one i have is mine so that's just me but i I mean cool I get that. And I think if it's your parents, it's also fine too, right? Like if it's your parents stuff, that's, that's so transferable. So j- just for context for everyone that's listening, Tom is rifling pictures into the Facebook chat right now, which, which, uh, <laughs> well, two, th- yeah, they, I mean, my, my phone just kept buzzing on me here. And so I, I went and I looked and that I, I, I would love to see reprints of those shirts. Like, you know how, you know how Disney does, yeah, you, you know, they, they awesome. do, they do, you know, you know, redos of these things. These are two really good shirts. <laughs> what's so, it, what's so funny about them is, is that they're yeah. double stitch too. Cause oh, back yeah. in the day they would have been single stitch um, seams, right? Like that's kind of how you can find older shirts sometimes is the single stitch. But I think the collar is what gives that one away more than anything. The river country. Disney yeah, looks big- like such a goon there too. Mickey. Mickey looks like such a goon Mickey in that looks, picture. He kind of does, yeah. Right, he really does. <laughs> I'm and just that, laughing, though, too, at the size of the shirt. I'm like, yeah, he definitely couldn't wear that shirt yeah. now. That, that's <laughs> definitely a child-sized shirt. <laughs> and what what year do we say this is from? This is OG River Country, huh? I mean, it is, yeah. This is stuff he found in his parents' basement. Now, the Epcot one that I sent you guys has a copyright date on it, but I, I can't really remember 1982. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Oh, it says 82 on it? Yeah. Uh, th- I mean, that's these are just two that he found that he sent me. But um, you know, he had he had, th- he actually didn't wear these to the parks. He sent me this actually after our vacation because his parents were were actually relocating to to Florida. So <laughs> I mean, that's but, um, that's a pretty cool one. The the figment one is pretty cool. Like I have these these dreams that like as I'm doing the what's in my attic, which I'm like two months behind on because I've been doing other stuff. But in the new box that I found, I found some stuff from Epcot from the 80s that I kind of forgot that I had. But like I have these dreams that like maybe I find some of the stuff that like I missed. Right. Like maybe I did yeah, have yeah. a river country shirt and it will just pop up out of nowhere because even during my moves, we were talking about this today, like every move that I made so from New Jersey to North Carolina, from North Carolina to our new house, I've, I've always been like rushed and not a lot of time. So like we're just move stuff. Like I've never had a chance to actually go through any of that stuff. Right. It came from New Jersey and it just was like, uh, we're moving like in a week. We might want to get everything out of the attic. Like, yeah, okay, just throw it in boxes and keep it moving. Like, I didn't get a chance to really go through anything. And I think the thing that I missed the most is, I guess I must have sold my, like, GoBots and and Centurions, because, like, I kind of missed them. Centurions were my favorite, man. I'm going to give away my GoBots, because they weren't Transformers. I mean, Leader One is is still a man, is still the man, but... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think Centurions was still my favorite because they always had like new stuff kind of popping up like, oh, well, now you can make this. I'm like, oh, that's so cool. But why would I get rid of them? I feel like I sold them at a garage sale. Like there was like, you know, back in the day, you'd have these garage sales where you're just like selling stuff and you knew it was like, why am I selling this? I love it so much. But you want that extra two dollars for like I was know, buying a Super Nintendo. So that's that. that's where a lot of my childhood yeah. stuff went. <laughs> Well, and I don't think I have my Super Nintendo. I just don't think I do. Like, 
maybe I'll find it, but why would I ever get rid of that? I, I don't know. Like, where could it have gone? I have my Amigas. I have a, a 3DO, which is even better than <laughs> anything. My favorite game system of all time. But my parents gave me uh, when they were cleaning out their house. They gave me my old Sega Genesis, and uh, also Never they still had, had my Sega Dreamcast Ooh, floating uh, around too. Yeah, I have my Dreamcast. Yeah. I have my Dreamcast, we and I have all my controllers. About Dreamcast too. right now because I could spend the rest of the episode talking about Dreamcast. <laughs> I yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. All right. We have to do some Disney stuff. I yeah. I was. I will say. I tried. I plugged the Genesis in, and I was really disappointed that I couldn't get it to turn on. So, I, but I just yeah, I was bummed. I had all the games too. All sorts mm. of you know, they had everything. It was all just in a box. So I was so bummed. But anyway, I think I still have it somewhere. Like to with the hopes that I can get it to work yeah. someday. What's in Tom's attic? We're doing it. <laughs> Nothing episode. good. Nothing good. Yeah. All right. So we just have two listener questions. Uh, so really quick, Becky uh, asks. Do you, do you guys do any of you guys use the community halls at DVD no. resorts? I you know, and she said we usually have a good chunk of non-park time on arrival or departure day, and we found these to be pretty awesome. But aren't sometimes, they for like younger kids? I feel like yeah. Well, she said sometimes you could do crafts and pick up a few days later. We enjoyed the boardwalks community hall yesterday with Miss Pac-Man, Star Wars pinball, air hockey, and foosball are all indoors and free. Is what she said. Oh, I like that. I can do free foosball. I, I see. I don't know about you, Damon. Maybe it's because I drive because we drive like the way we have it set up is typically the arrival day. We get there early enough that we is is a park day. Like we usually don't mm. have like extra time floating around. And if we're not at a park, we're usually at the pool. So, uh, yeah, we're just yeah. it's just not something we've done. What are you going to say, Damon? No, yeah, there I is mean, no I, community I hall at the Polynesian. So, no, because well, you guys oh, are terrible, no. terrible. <laughs> Oh my, <laughs> oh my gosh this is this is why yeah yeah why why like <laughs> go ahead Trevor. Uh, no i said you, i mean you just you, said you know mean? yeah whatever i i don't care what you think damon <laughs> you know why, why would i go to another um resort just for the community hall i guess that's my question yeah i, I don't know but why isn't there a community know. hall there yeah probably because it was maybe we'll get one with right? the new tower maybe because yeah. there's what yeah because it was it was a retrofit they they you know redid existing rooms to be dvc rooms yeah. so i feel like when they do there that is, they don't really when they there is a whole them, building that used to be uh or i i know they use it for other things but it was like lilo's playhouse or something like that yeah um yes lilo's yeah yep. it, it's My just empty right now we they should make that into a community hall because it's actually really close to the dvc buildings too so i don't know mm. yeah, it makes sense I still just need to know what Grand Villa I need to do. Wait, Tom, you did a Grand Villa, right? No, I, I was planning on doing it next year. So it's, uh, I've been yeah. looking into it for next year. For cause I, what are you thinking? I, I just I, I've been looking at the yeah. points, and I'm like, man, Oak Key West is so cheap in comparison to like this is our problem. <laughs> yeah, because like, we we love staying in Animal Kingdom, right? And we're gonna have three young kids that come with us. Mm. And so it's like hard to not do it, but the Animal Kingdom Savannah View is so much more expensive than Saratoga or Old Key. Like it's yeah. it's absurd. Well, th- look like, at the Grand Floridian. Yeah. Like that's where I wanted to go, and then I was like, ah, for that many points, I'm not sure I really want <laughs> to go. At, look at how much the Riviera costs for the, mm. that Grand Villa. <laughs> like the Riviera Grand, Grand Villa. What's that? I think Grand Floridian is the most expensive one. Is it? I don't know, man. Riviera was a lot, but it yeah, just you're probably recently. Right. So yeah, yeah it, and I looked at Riviera and it was not as much. It was yeah, and I was like, because so it was funny because I kind of was asking my kids like, well, would you want to do you know two bedrooms here or Grand Villa there? 
And, you know, my one son was like, dude, Grand Villa. And I was like, all right, well, here's the Riviera Grand Villa. Here's the old key Grand Villa. Like, is there, I mean, they're, they're definitely decorated differently, right? One's newer than the other. But, like, what do you think? You, I don't care. I just want the rooms. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. We might be at Old Key or Saratoga. See, that's that's my dilemma, though, like, Damon. Because, like, part of me is like, okay, my daughter will probably remember this next trip we're going to do. But the other two kids are not going to. But she really loves the animals. I don't know. It's just it's just hard. And that part of me, too. You also had said this, I think, on a couple podcasts ago. I was like, do you really want all the people staying in the same no, you know, I would not like if yeah. it's just see what we're doing is, you know, we're going down with five people and staying at a place for 12. <laughs> like that's acceptable. Right? Yeah, that's fine, like, yeah. But I wouldn't want to go with a bunch of people. No, I need my alone time. My my kids need their alone time. Like, no, no. I, I, I get that. I mean, I, you know, it's, it's also hard for me to be like, Hey, well, and, we're going to stay in a deluxe resort. You stay with, stay. Well, so what, so what happens <laughs> though? So if you get a grand villa, like are people giving you money? No, no. I mean, like, part of the reason why we bought DVC was to, like, take our family on vacation with us. Like, and so, like, for us, it's, we we do it because we want to take these vacations with our family. So, I mean, usually they'll pay for, like, dinner for us, you know, like, for a couple meals or whatever. But, like, we don't ask for money usually, no. That's, okay. That's just not not how we do it. it. Like, you know. Yeah. I was just curious. No, I mean, I can understand why people would ask for money, and I and I'm not even like saying it's a bad thing if you do ask for money, right? So, like that's understandable, but like it's just not. It's, it's weird just not to in our ask mind. for money sometimes too, right? Like my parents yeah. were kind of saying the same thing. Like so, they brought their friends to Hilton Head, and they're like, "Well, you know," and I was like, "I mean, you could ask them for money. I'd say I'd ask probably for you know, it take fifteen dollars, you know, whatever resale would be, and figure it somewhere around there, right? Like sure. as what they would pay if they were. But yeah, it's still tough to ask, man. Well, especially like so, you're right, and I mean, but I think the sheer amount of points that I would need if we were going to do a Savannah view, you, animal you kingdom need room, somebody to chip I, in. I, I mean, I almost. I feel like, yeah, I feel like I need to ask for something, right? Like if we do Old Key West yeah. or Saratoga, it's like, eh, whatever. I okay, mean, like I, fun, that would be right? the conversation but is, you know, the, hey, the, you know, we're either going to do these ones because I can afford it. Or if you guys want to do the good one, I need y'all to, you know, chip in, right? Well, I, I think yeah. the thing is Tom wants to do the good one because his daughter's yeah. going to remember it. I yeah, I, yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. That's the, Wait, how that's old is she problem. again? How old is five. she? She's five, but she'll she's be not going to remember time we it, go. man. So she's not going to remember it, dude. Like, she'll remember she it for like about, a month. All she talks she, about still is so, is that okay. from October. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ask her when she's nineteen. Gonna be honest. Talking with my son about some of our early Disneyland trips, he does not remember. Yeah. A lot of it, like he, he has like fuzzy memory. I feel yes, like it's yeah. it kind of floats around like eleven, like maybe yeah, around eleven is where they really like. Remember, I'm listen. I'm sure yeah, they remember certain parts of it, but I think for an overall vacation, I feel like if I was to ask my kids, it would be yeah, more my, like my son's very fuzzy. Well, it's, I remember like yeah. bits and pieces. Yeah, 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 exactly, Trevor. To your point, like I remember bits and pieces from when I was like five or six of the trip we went on, right? Like, but very small pieces, like very fuzzy memories, like you said. Yeah, I don't think she. You know, again, if you stayed at like Saratoga, it would be a problem. Let's put it that way. I also think the Grand Villas are also interesting because the the you almost have to do the two floor ones. Where's Boardwalk is the one that has single floor ones, right? Uh, I Riviera, I think, is. is single floor too. Okay, um, yeah, I think, yeah. There's a couple that are single that are one floor ones. Yeah, I think the double floor ones though bring this whole sort of mystique to them. As silly as that sounds, 
Um, I just think it brings a different level. Yeah, remember the time we yeah, stayed at Disney? Like, like even like uh, like staying <laughs> yeah, in like a loft hotel room. Like I, I know what you mean because like we've not at Disney, but we've done that with like we've stayed at hotels where it's like, oh, you know, the the bedrooms up in a loft, right? And it's like, hey, that you know, you yeah. know, that's different. Yeah, yeah. That you know, it's a different feel than than just you know staying in a larger room, right? Yeah. So I actually found okay. an answer to this, by the way. <laughs> All right, so single floor villas, uh, grand villas, Alani, Animal Kingdom, Jumbo House, Kidani has two floor, and then Copper Creek, Boardwalk, Riviera, and Grand Floridian are all one hmm. floor. So there you go. There we go. <laughs> there you go. There's your answer. It's shockingly easy to find that right. answer. Do we want to get back on track or? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> No, yeah, sure. Let's um, get back we on. were just talking about how the episodes are too yeah. long, and then we just go on these weird tangents. So, uh, Austin asked with Disney filing extensions on the reflection site, which, by the way, I, I didn't put this as a news item, but so there was basically they had the permits for building reflections. They just renewed the permits. Uh, and so, Austin's asking, do you think the projects on hold are truly dead? I tend to think so. The permits that they actually renewed were for like the area where they were storing all of like the equipment and stuff. And I kind of just think that they're just keeping that area to store the equipment for the cabins that they're going to build over at Fort Wilderness. That's just my guess. I don't. Th- I think Reflection is dead for now. Yeah, yeah. I that's. I, I think you're right. Is yeah. You know, th- just because they're renewing that doesn't mean that they're starting it again. It's just Disney. You know, Disney being Disney, right? And and yeah, like you said, I I think because of the fact yeah, yeah. that we have the um, the cabins and the poly going on right now i can't i don't see why they would start reflections right now because no yeah i agree i don't, I don't think they would do it yeah there's just, there's too many other things like like we actually we talked about I, this I, last week with derek even that you know there's more properties available right now for sale than there has ever been with disney so you know maybe they're they're just going to keep reflections going in the back for or you know you know hold on to permits and stuff until they're ready to start it but um, I think, you know, realistically you're, you're talking minimum three, four years out. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. It's going to be a while before they even announce that they restart it. I just think this is like, like you said, I think this is just Disney being Disney and doing like, they're going to build all these cabins. They need to build the cabins. They mm-hmm. feel like keep the material somewhere, right? Like, or they need to stage them if they're building them somewhere else and they're just going to install them. Like they need to places like I think, and it's close enough that it makes sense that it's right. You know, it's right there. So honestly, that's what I think it's for. I don't really think it's for reflections, but you know, who knows? Maybe I'd like to Maybe be they're pleasantly keeping it alive, but I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure. I, I just don't know if we need more magic kingdom resorts, like you said, but yeah, you know, it's, I don't know. We're getting well, yeah, into, into it, more. It's kind of yeah, like I said, with with everything else going on, it yeah, it feels like there's there's so many other places that they could put a resort that, like you said, is not right outside of Magic Kingdom. Yeah, Ex- exactly, exactly. So speaking of DVC, mm-hmm. just to make a transition here, so six DVC resorts were named best for families by travel and leisure readers, and the six are Alani, Grand Californian. Um, Animal Kingdom Lodge, Beach Club, Hilton Head, people? and Vera Beach. I, what do you mean? Who are these people? So, I, so, I, I agree so on Animal Kingdom. Best and- for families. Like, what? Yeah. What about any of these resorts makes them better than any other DVC resort? And, and honestly, it feels so. Okay, I'm just I'm just gonna say this is that it feels like 
this is Disney trying to plug some resorts. Like, okay, fine. Grand Californians worked in there and Animal Kingdom has worked in there. But um, like Vero and Hilton and then Alani. Like, yeah, well, th- but Hilton Head's really great for, I know him. Hilton Head is great for families, I think. I, and Alani, I've heard. Why, is why, very, do you, why do you think that though? What What do you mean? I just felt like there's a lot of family activities there. It just, it, I don't know. It just felt like very. Like what? Like uh, the all of the like the shuffleboard games, like the the sports activities, like the the you know the beach stuff. Like I don't know, I it felt like a very family oriented place to me. Like the like the little lobby with the pool table, you know. Okay. There's a lot of cool stuff going on there. And I mean, Beach Club, I think it's just because of the pools, yeah. right? I mean, in Grand California, I think only got on here because it has an entrance right into uh, one of the parks. Because there's not there's not a lot to do at Grand California yeah. that you wouldn't find at any other. Uh, DVC resort <laughs> and and Vero and Hilton Head are pretty much the same for the same reasons at least yeah I get that you I mean you you liked Hilton Head a lot you just didn't like Vero as much right I mean I mean yeah I mean Vero was just okay I mean Hilton Head is better I think yeah um but I also like Hilton Head like the area a little bit more I think the food situation at, at Vero yeah. is tough like, it was funny. I was talking to my parents about it because they're always looking for things to do, right? They're doing, I think, the keys to the kingdom and stuff like that. And they're always looking for different stuff to do. I was like, how do you not go down to Florida and just go to Vera? Like, why not go there and try that out? I think it's more of a older person vibe there, personally. Yeah, I get but, that. But, I mean, we did go down there and play, you know, we played tennis. Um, we almost, what was that, where the the – the wildcat almost, you know, was yeah. out for the hunt, right? Like yeah. whatever it was, the bobcat. I don't remember. Like a bobcat, bobcat, <laughs> yeah. or whatever you call it. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, but then again, as I told you, my kids are on this whole new thing. We're like, well, I could play tennis at home. Well, I don't know, drive ten hours away to play tennis. Like, yeah. so who knows? Yeah, I mean, listen, Trevor, I understand your point. I feel like Animal Kingdom makes sense here. I I get Beach Club too, just because of the pool situation. Um. But like, you know, I, I mean, I, you know, Hilton Head. Okay. So, so I guess the thing to point out with this is, you know, you know, it says up at the top, you know, six of the DVC resorts have been recently recognized by readers of travel and leisure um, for, for the 15 best U S resorts for family in 2022. So I guess these are non Disney people that are voting on, you know, the best places to go with their families, which I, I guess maybe that's why it doesn't make sense to me. Cause it's like, if I was, if I'm looking at it from a Disney lens, it's like, yeah, there's better Disney resorts. But I guess if you're just traveling or, you, you know, if you don't have that, you know, you know, lens of like, what am I looking for for Disney stuff? You know, maybe maybe this is better or, or maybe these are better resorts if you're just, you know, kind of showing up with no expectations. But like I said, to me, it just feels like somebody picked like some lesser known Disney resorts or not lesser known, less, lesser utilized. I mean, I've heard of Lonnie's. I've heard of Lonnie's amazing though. Like, I mean, I've heard yeah, Alani's yet, yet the, really the points don't sell out. Why is that? Like, <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I think that's more because it's not yeah. exactly easy to get to, you know, like I really think that's the problem with Alani is that, you know, like, especially Island. for people that were buying points, yeah i i think it was probably not a good idea in the first way but i mean like listen that alani's ranked number five overall on this list so i mean and i've heard it is a i've heard it's amazing and i do i have heard that it is uh the one complaint about it is that it is a little too uh geared towards younger kids so 
Um, I don't know. Maybe that's what it is, but I could be wrong. I haven't been. I mean, at some point we're definitely going to go. We just, we just haven't. So I'm, I'm actually, I, you know, like I said, animal kingdom to me makes perfect sense on here because I, you know, part of the reason we bought there is because my, my daughter loves animals and I think most yeah. kids love animals, right? Like it's, it's yeah, just, I mean, a, yeah, like I said, that, yeah. that one seems fair, but like I said, the, some of the other ones, I guess I'm just looking at going, you know, I, I I guess because I'm looking specifically for a Disney vacation, not just a vacation. Sure. So maybe that's more to do with my perspective on this list than anything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that makes sense. It makes sense. All right. So yeah. let's go to this next topic here. So this is interesting. So beginning June 27th, which if you're listening to this is the day after we're, you're, you know, if you listen to this the first day, uh, it's mm-hmm. the day after. So <laughs> June 27th. Uh, Genie Plus is going to be changing yet again. Um, and so what they're going to do is park-specific pricing for Genie Plus. Uh, so guests will be able to purchase Genie Plus for multiple parks. So they're doing like a park hopper for Genie Plus now instead of just one price and you can go to any park and get it. Um, so, you know, you could do a multi-park price and then individual prices for each park. The individual price piece makes total sense to me because I think we've talked about this on the show before. Like, Genie Plus makes sense for Magic Kingdom yeah. more than it does for Animal Kingdom. You know what I mean? Like it just does, or you know, or even for Epcot, right? Uh, and and you know, case in point, in the example they used here, the individual prices were twenty seven for Magic Kingdom, twenty four for Hollywood Studios, eighteen for Epcot, and sixteen for Animal Kingdom. So like, it's almost like they're, yeah. they they know, right? Like they know for Epcot and Animal Kingdom, it's not as as uh, as important there. So you know. I don't know. This is an interesting change. I do also think that the change is uh, interesting for the, like the park hopper piece of it. Like, is that just be, they're like almost preparing, you know, for park hopping to be more, to be easier and, and need to control it. Or I, I don't know. I mean, cause under the old system, you could hop from park to park and, and still book additional fast passes. Couldn't you? Yeah. Yeah. You could, because yeah, yeah we definitely, we, could. we did yeah. do that in the old yeah. system. Yeah. I, I guess. Yeah. Maybe you're right. They're, they're probably, you know, intentionally look, you know, looking at, you know, more, that, the more that they're opening up the parks for that kind of flexibility, they want to make sure that the G plus doesn't like the funny thing is, is that the way it's structured right now, Genie Plus actually limits you or stops people from park hopping because it's like, well, I want to get the value out of out yeah. of the out of the park that I'm in. So you end up staying in the park instead of park hopping. So I, the one thing I'm I'm curious about is that they don't list the price for or no, sorry, the the multi park is the the price of the Magic Kingdom one. Yeah. So same. Yeah. It's so the same as yeah, the, 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 price, the thing yeah. about that is that it's like, well, okay. So I guess, you know, if you're starting a magic kingdom, you know, you know, that it, the, the other side of it is it kind of forces people to, you know, if you're park hopping from magic kingdom, it may make sense, but maybe if you're starting an Epcot and you're hopping to magic kingdom, it might not make as much sense because then there's also the issue of, you you may not necessarily get, everything that you want in genie plus, right? Because it's, you know, it's, it's limited availability. Yeah, so yeah. it's kind of funny because yeah, the, the, the tiering of it makes it, um, or from my view, you're kind of, they're kind of forcing you to rank the parks and rank what you see as most important, which is getting us back into kind of that, mm-hmm. the whole issue with the fast pass, right? Like, like it's, 
I, I see where it's good that they're doing it. You know, it's, it's definitely fair. Like, like, like actually looking at the, the example, you know, magic kingdom. Okay. There, there's enough there that $27, I could justify it. Um, Epcot. Yeah. The, there's enough stuff there that I want to ride that I could justify it. Same thing with animal kingdom. For me, the loser in this is actually Hollywood studios because it's only $3 cheaper than than magic kingdom and magic kingdom, it's yeah. not like like there's not nearly as much stuff to do in hollywood studios as there is in magic kingdom and and, and i know that there it's like yeah but you can you mm. know you can well really though th- there's a lot like, there there's a couple of heavy hitters there i guess is the thing but there's not there's yeah. not the um the in-between rides i guess or or the you know the the like filler mm. rides yeah, there's a lot of e tickets and not yeah. a lot of d. Yeah, th- yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, so I feel like, I feel like I would, you know, fine. I, I get onto you know a couple of of bigger rides, but I'm not spending as much time there as I would with Magic Kingdom, right? But do you need Genie Plus for everything? No, at Magic Kingdom, but but yeah, it, I mean, I guess really when we used it on our last trip, it did help because we we did get. We did yeah. get a lot of those rides done. And and the funny thing is, is because it forces like you can only do one ride. We ended up we ended up using Genie Plus for yeah. rides that I didn't think I was going to just because it was like, well, we can get on this now, or I can go wait in line for something for 20 minutes. So yeah. That's how yeah. Fast Pass was too, right? Yeah, you're just like, oh, there's a Winnie the Pooh available right now. Why not? <laughs> you know? Yeah, th- this is just it's turning into Yeah, like a I lot, said, it's though, it's kind of going back to the whole fast pass, like yeah. having having to weigh your options. But now you're paying. Yeah. And, and that's now you're worse, paying. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think that's where, yeah, where the problem is. It's the, the paying portion of it um, is just, I don't know. Like, again, we were, we were at Epcot and we did Guardians of the Galaxy Lightning Lane and, you know, everyone left except me and my daughter and we're like, all right, well, let's see what, you know, Frozen and Ratatouille are. And I was like, no, it's just too long. But now the question is, if those were the two things I was going to ride for just for argument's sake, right? So it's $36 versus two hours. Yeah, really, I should be picking it up for $36 if, if I can get, you know, if you on those rides. Or, yeah. yeah. But I don't know. Still requires planning on your part of getting them early because again you're going to have a hard time. Yeah. You know, yeah. Those, for those two things. Yeah. For those two things, they're talking about two of the most popular rides in the park, right? So yep. it's you have to get them early. Yeah, but then Soren's just like walk on. So the question is like, do I? I don't know. I think Disney's making you. Yeah, it's making it hard. It's making it hard <laughs> now. It really is. You, making, you know? Having to make some hard exactly things. what you're talking about. Is you're, you're having to weigh your time versus your money. And the hard part is, is that if you choose money, but you may not actually be saving. Like it, it doesn't feel like a win all the time, right? Like it, it feels like, yeah. Even at thirty six dollars, which should be is definitely worth two hours without a doubt, one hundred percent. It's still like you know, Tom saying it's still like the planning of it. Man, I just rather go over to McCool's mm-hmm. for thirty six bucks. Man, let me just drink soda till I'm sick, like. You want to a that's... genie plus for for Club McCool. You want you want to be able to pay a certain amount and then just be able to stand in front of that the machine cucumber. as long as you want without. I mean, you can the, do that now, though. Yeah, nobody makes you move. Yeah, <laughs> well, except for the people that no. Except yeah, for but the I mean, there's just... there's a certain pressure, right? There's a certain like no. there bad. is, and there's also a, a certain yeah. you know non. Like, you know, my whole thing is 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 like if you're gonna go there and get free 
drinks, that's okay. But like, have an understanding of like what's happening behind you. Like, it's the people that like don't have that understanding at all. But you also realize is that they, because of the way that place is set up, everyone either goes to the front or the end. It's like those ones on the almost end are usually nobody there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And I mean, how much soda can I really drink? Let's be honest. I mean, <laughs> I can only drink so much, man. I mean, it depends which soda it is. I mean, if it's a uh, country club, I could drink that one quite. That country orange club. cream one, that, that oh, cucumber one really was good. really good too. That was my favorite. That's one's fun. Cucumber oh one yeah, the there. cucumber sprite was good. Yeah, yeah. what was that sprite? one? Called? I forget. But it's that like the cucumber <laughs> sprite's good. It's <laughs> just called cucumber sprite. I just feel like if you're gonna give away, he, he, listen, listen to this. If you're gonna give away that free soda, right? Why don't I just have that same selection in the lounge? I mean, they should offer those flavors in the in the freestyle machine in the lounge, right? Well, yeah, why not? I don't know. It's a good Coke question. Can't be bothered. <laughs> I mean, listen. But they, how I cool mean, would that be? They, they've, there's always been that rumor, and I, I don't know if it's actually true or not, that Disney doesn't actually pay Coke for for any of the the syrups or anything. That they just provide them you know, as part of the agreement that they have with them for the exposure. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, and I don't know if that's true, but like to your point, Damon, like why not just offer it in there? I, I mean, they have it at the, the location at Disney Springs. They have all the, all the flavors from, yeah, but you're paying from, for uh, those club cool, but you know, what? yeah, that's yeah. true. You are paying for this. Yeah. But I, I guess what, what I'm saying is, is that, is there an extra like fee because they're from overseas? Like is Coke paying more? Oh, I don't know. It's because if they're if if they're not, then then why can't I get it in the lounge? That's the upgrade that I want. What it was seventeen billion dollars. That's what I want. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, you know, just give me a little tick mark for like a hundred grand, so that we can have them for yeah, the but year. Then you'll have DVD. to genie plus the DVC. I, honestly, David, it'll be so busy. <laughs> yeah, right. That's an but awesome idea, really though. Be- that would be a great perk to add to the lounge, though. For real, like that's that's a great idea. I like it. <laughs> um. By the way, so these changes, first of all, are not announced by Disney. So this is, I, I guess, technically a rumor until it actually happens. I mean, it's from a pretty reliable person. Uh, and then it does not apply to Disneyland. It's only Disney World. So just should make that make that known. Mm. <laughs> and it's still variable pricing, by the way, too. So anyway, yeah. I guess we'll find out uh, in two days here. Yeah, like I said, I I, I guess my, my feeling on that, I, I, honestly, I'm kind of surprised I guess in my head, I felt like that they were already doing variable pricing. I, oh, no, no, they but, are. But they I are. mean, per they, park. They have been. Because like, like, yeah. they haven't been doing it per park, right? Yeah. Oh, no, is, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I don't no, know. No, my head seem like, park, like no. it seems like this should have been happening already. But um, yeah, I, I still feel like, like, yeah, we're getting dangerously close to that, you know, forcing you to make choices and feeling like you're losing on the choice, right? Like, I don't. I don't like the way that that's being uh, being lined up here. <laughs> yeah, I get that. I get it. It makes sense. All right. Anything else on this one, or should we go ahead and do our ad and and, and hopefully you know? No, we're not going to end it like an hour today. But at yeah, least let, not let's do the like, ad and then like we, we have can, uh, <laughs> yeah see where see where the rest of this goes. <laughs> move on here. All right. Uh, this week it is Monera, who is a World of DVC company. They're the leader in financing of DVC resale contracts. Monera offers lending with the longest terms available at 12 years 
the option of no credit check, instant approval, low down payments, and no prepayment penalties. If you're thinking of purchasing a DVC contract on the resale market, go check out their quick online quote first. You may be surprised just how affordable DVC can be. Go to MoneraFinancial.com or call 317-245-8800. When you speak to them, be sure to let them know that Welcome Home sent you. Or if you're on the website, make sure you pick us on the drop down for where you heard about them. All right. So this is this is why I came to the show. This next thing. This just, is really just, the just only for this. Reason. This well, is the only reason I came to the show. And I will tell you I'll be mm-hmm. done after this because okay. I, I spoke with me, me, Tom and Trevor spoke for like half an hour before the show. Tom was like, does anyone have anything to say? And you know, me and Trevor were like, no. And then I was like, well, well you know, mm-hmm. maybe well, you know, and I turned it to a half an hour. So. Yeah, that's, that's what happens sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right, you, so, I mean, sometimes we have stuff to talk about before the show. Sometimes we don't. And we were about to get started. And then it was like, well, yeah, wait, we did have things we just didn't it. realize that we had so, things <laughs> to talk about. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's yeah. a good way. So All right. th- this All is right. interesting. So Imagineering shares a preview of Moana Journey of Water. And I just don't know how to feel. Um, <laughs> I, I, I really just don't. So there's two pictures. Yeah. That's re- really about it. Um, the first picture makes me feel like there's some sort of story and like Yellowstone geyser sort of vibe going on where people are raising their hands and time with the water shooting up. So I feel like there, there's something going on there. I'm a little disappointed in the fence. <laughs> the chain link. Yeah. For, okay. for a multitude of reasons. Well, one, that they're chain link, and two, that they're actually even there. I felt like... Is there any uh, fences at all? Yeah. I don't yeah. love that. But you that, know but what then, would happen, mm-hmm. right? If they don't have fences. Like, I do. I do. Rocks within five minutes. Sure. Yeah. But but here's the other problem. You, you made it chain link. Chain link is the... It is chain link. Is it chain link, though? I'm looking at it. It almost looks like a fishing net. It looks it, like it, a fishing it net. It looks thing. like just... Yeah. It could be. It's possible. But that's it, it almost also, seemed to me, and it just kind of looks like chain link. It looks, but it like, looks a like a metal fishing. chain link. That's what I'm fence. seeing. That's Both are terrible. Fit. Yeah. yeah. Both are terrible options. Even if it's an, a netting, yeah, it's, okay. it's still a terrible option. That's but right. I don't know how to feel about this because it makes me on one hand go, uh, this doesn't look so good. Then on the other hand, I go, well, maybe if there's like a walkthrough story that's happening, maybe I'm intrigued. And then the next one is some girl trying to use the force to force water out of <laughs> The stones, it looks like. I mean, that's kind of what I'm vibing here. That's so, what it's supposed to be. Yeah. It's, I think yeah. that's what's happening in the first picture, that you raise your hands up and it makes the water come down. It's the I'm, same. Like, I think it's... Then why isn't everyone... Ra- if that was the case, everyone would have their hands up. If I'm in marketing, why would I not have people have their hands up? Well, maybe they were just... Te- I mean, they're testing it, right? So maybe they were. Maybe there's only a certain amount of people that... This is the same effect right? that so, they are using in um, Pandora, where those... There's those um, animals or whatever. There's a place where they're like, you know, don't wave at these things or they'll spit at you. And it's, you know, you put your hands up and waves and then it shoots water at you. So it's the, this is the yeah. same kind of thing. They're just I, splashing with more yeah. water. Yeah. I, I don't know how I feel about this. Um, the the second one is confusing. Right? Me like, a I mean, yeah, yeah. It is but quote, a journey. The second one is confusing, yeah. It, so it says that here, you know, begun to teach water how to play in journeys of water for all ages will engage in water in a variety of ways as they learn about the water's amazing journey around our natural world. And then we get including ways to better conserve our natural resources, protect water, blah, 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 which is cool. Okay. I I just I just don't know. I just – I really just don't know about this. I, I'm, I feel like I'm going to be okay with it. But these two pictures don't <laughs> you off. don't yeah like the two pictures make me feel worse. 
and I feel like I was on vibing with this and on board with this. And now I see the two pitchers and I'm kind of like, eh. so, so where's the fence? Where's the fence in the second pitcher, by the way? You know, that's a good question. Uh, maybe it's just specific to this one. I don't, I don't know. Because if I just, if, yeah, because if I take a look, you know, these people at their waist, they're in the middle mm-hmm. of the fence and we see her waist. Yeah. So I would think, yeah, I just, I don't know. These, it, it, you know what? There's almost these two pictures almost do nothing for me, which but they, they don't do. A, there's not a lot of detail of what's going on in either one of them, right? Like it's, it's really just kind of like general, like it's, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what's happening in either one of these. <laughs> like, like they could be on a log flume for all I know. Yeah. Yeah. So, so is this all we, so we have this and we have Splash Mountain Redo. That's really all that's on the books right now. Well, all the stuff in the middle of Epcot, like that whole which middle is long overdue. Open. I mean, it, but it's not like no, which is this, this, this is one part it? of it. It's it's that yeah, and the, the stage. Yeah, what's the other part? The the pavilion, like that. That's no, no, it, that's building. not a ride. No, no, no. There's or no an ride. Experience. Yeah. So I mean, we're talking about those are the two things that are on the board right now for Disney at the moment. Yeah, until they announce more stuff. Yeah, and when they announce it, it's not like they're going to announce it and it's going to be ready mm-hmm. anytime well, no. soon. No. So I mean, Not we're looking at the next, be and I'm just, I'm just curious though. But we're looking at the next probably two years, and this is what we got. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because Splash Mountain. That's yeah, that's pretty much it. I think, unless I'm forgetting something. I just wish there was one more thing. Like I wish there yeah, was something. Sure. I, I feel mean, like we've I, been I like in a super this. cycle though. I think I feel like we've been in a super cycle of them opening stuff yeah, constantly think, for like. It needs days. to stop. I think I'm gonna days. like this. I'm just work. Yeah. I'm worried about like. You know, this would be great if this is what it looks like, but I feel like I should just take these people, multiply them by 10 and put them behind each other and like be pushing up against the fence <laughs> and then somebody have somebody on their shoulders, right? So I'm wondering, will they limit this? They they almost have to, I feel like, right? Yeah, I I, I think I- They're going to have to. You weren't, on the, you weren't on when we were talking about this, Trevor. I mean, Damon, I, I think- I think I might have been, but I just, maybe I blanked out. Yeah, because I, I saw somebody post a picture of a capacity sign that they saw. Yeah. But I mean, I, you know, there I don't know. Are they be. just going to let a certain amount of people in at once? Like you're going to feel rushed to go through it? Because I mean, it's like a walking journey. It's called a journey, right? So it's, yeah. like you said, there's a story there, right? You're going through the water cycle. So it, it's going to have to be because there's no way they're going to pack people in rocks and water. I feel like I just, yeah, eat fence or no fence. I just don't fence see it. No fence. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, could be. I don't know. We'll have to see. We're, we're going to find out. <laughs> I have no idea. So, uh, I mean, we're going to find out soon because they said it's going to open. Do you think the walls will come down? The other thing is the summer or fall. No, they said summer. They said summer. Yeah. I mean, I think most of the walls are going to come down, but they're still going to have the walls up for that, for the, what the communicore stage or whatever it is, um, that they're building still. Um, and then, you know, just that whole center area with all the, which that, I think that's the worst part about this is that you open that up, you open up the Moana thing, but then it's still just walls around the rest of that whole center area right like it's yeah i mean i yeah yeah that's probably why they i it might be ready to open and they just don't want to do that right like they don't want to open yeah, a small that, piece there that's driving yeah. me nuts though because it feels like you know i've i've seen comments about like you, you know people are calling it walcott now because you know it's it's just you know, Walcott, yeah. you go into epcot and and it feels like that whole like i remember that whole center area used to like it was very 90s but it was very it was open and it felt um i don't know it just it, it felt like you were in epcot right and whereas now 
like, you know, the last couple of times, like yeah. even when you and I were there, it was so, um, <laughs> like, like th- there's like these small little channels that they were kind of pushing everybody along. And I, I just don't feel that, you know, them opening up the Moana stuff is going to help it in any way. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I get that. I mean, it's going to be off to, it's still off yeah. to the side though. You know, like it's, it's, it's not like, yeah, I guess that's right true. Is yeah, it's not going to be just, uh, or yeah, it, it's, yeah, I don't know. I, I just don't, I, I'm not, I'm not excited about this, honestly. Like, like kind of to Damon's point is it's, it's, you know, well, it, I'm sure it'll be neat and all, but it's like, it's just, they, they really need to get something else going. And, I see this. This I I feel like the, I've said this before. This feels like classic Epcot to me. This feels like back like when it was mm-hmm. edutainment kind of thing, you know, when it was educational but also enta- entertaining. And like they kind of got rid of that. I mean, like they just don't have that anymore. And I I like the idea of them, you know, kind of walking people through the water cycle. Like I think that's a oh, cool I'm, thing, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm so not I, disagreeing I, yeah. with that. I I'm just. I'm just feeling like the whole vibe of Epcot is off right now until until they get rid of the walls. Like, like, yeah, <laughs> until the walls are gone. I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Enough the walls the need walls to be gone. Already. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's just be done with the walls. Like, let's. Yeah, I agree with you. I think most people are tired of the walls, right? But you know, I guess we're gonna we're gonna see what happens. I mean, that's all. All that stuff is supposed to be done before the end of the year, so. Um, you know, obviously with, uh, with Disney, it's always yeah. tentative, right? So, um, well, I mean, really with, with anybody that's doing these large projects, the, anything. Well, it, it's even worse because so. it's been like this since 2019, which, you know, is understandable. Like, you know, things got paused there for a bit, but you know, it's, it's yeah. just when you, when you can't remember what, when it's been going on for so long that you can't remember what it looked like before. Um, that's a problem. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's, I, I, I don't disagree with you. And I mean, the original plans were so cool too, and they had to scale them back yeah. and like, it just kind of stinks, but yeah. Anyway. Um, so yeah, so I, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm still interested in this. I still think it's going to be cool, but yeah, we'll have to see. Yeah, so, well, I was, I was going to say, so you, you, you have this next piece on here about, uh, Joe, Rody saying that there so (laughs) the way so he says there are options to fix the yeti and and i guess the um so so the the ongoing rumor was that um you know in order for them to fix the yeti it would be like you'd have to take apart um everest expedition yeah and and, you know fix it and then put it all back together and uh, um, Joe, I guess on Twitter corrected that to a certain extent. He said, uh, um, that rumor is not true about, about the whole ripping everything out thing. He said, the issue is a complex interface between finance operations, marketing, design, timing, engineering, uh, narrative, and I guess, uh, guest satisfaction. Uh, so, all of these things need to line up to make a viable solution. There are solutions. There are not opportunities, which. See, that tells me they found a solution that's going to cost a lot of money. That's going to take a lot of time. And when he says guest satisfaction, 
it's like, a, well, why are we going to spend a hundred million dollars and shut it down for six months when guests already love it? Right. Like it, that's how yeah, I, I, I guess yeah. what I read from that too, is it's not just, you know, why would we shut it down? But also if you are shutting it down, you don't, you don't want to have it or you don't want to have that uh, a section of the park is basically gone and there's nothing else to divert people to because that whole area of the park, like, like, I mean, it's not that they would shut it all down, but you know, if there's no reason for anybody to go over there because that, you know, there's Everest and then, then, you know, there, there's the finding Nemo show, which, you know, people would obviously still go to, but then Dino land is also right next to there, which is very much not in, in good shape. So why would you make it that worse? Right? Like why would, why would you make it so that yeah. there's even less traffic going to half of the park and, you know, making the rest of animal kingdom even more busy, right? Like, like I, I think that's kind of what might be what he's alluding to is, you know, oh, yeah. there's, there's opportunity, but um, right now it's not a good opportunity. And like you said, yeah, also looking at money and everything else. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. And I mean, that's what he's saying here, right? So finance, right? Like how much money is it going to cost operations to your point? You're shutting down the main attraction of the park, a main attraction, right? Yeah marketing like every yeah i mean it's yeah it's it's that in the safari in that park right oh, i guess pandora too but um but you know then the marketing piece and design timing and, and the timing is a problem too right like maybe they could have done this while they were building pandora or while they had other things going on but it's it's hard to shut down that big of an attraction when animal kingdom already has less attractions than everywhere else right and so like and so that's kind of how i read what he's saying though is like hey guests already rank this this ride very highly, right? Like, so it's almost like Disney's like, why are we going to spend the money and shut down this ride and cause this huge ripple effect when yeah. we don't need to, right? Like there's no reason to, when guests like it already, it's not that big of a deal. All it's going to do is, in fact, it's funny if you go on there and you look at one of the responses to that, somebody says, wait, what's wrong <laughs> with the Yeti? So like, I mean, so like the, the person doesn't even know that there was a different Yeti. As far as they know, the Yeti has always been that way, right? So like, and are we at that point now that it's been long enough where most people don't even know that the Yeti is supposed to I be mean, different than it it's is? It's over fifteen years. I mean, right? Well over fifteen. Yeah, it's. I mean, it was what ninety nine. Well, I mean, yeah, but but the park opened. The, the Yeti was an so the Yeti was an operation in. 2006 i believe yeah because yeah the, or yeah because i saw i got to see it like the first year it opened i saw the yeti in operation and that was the only time i've seen it so from 2006 until now yeah we're, we're talking over 15 years i, f I forget everest was no, not was an not. opening day attraction yeah. i'm sorry i take that back so yeah so sorry it was 2006 you're right because that's when it opened uh it was 2006 uh, and I, it's funny because I remember going in 2003 and it, or 2004 maybe mm -hmm. and it being under construction. Maybe it was 05. I don't know. But, um, but yeah, let's see. When did they shut down the Yeti? Uh, they don't actually have it. A, was, I thought it was pretty of, recently. Like it didn't, it didn't last very long <laughs> after it opened. This, I, I think it only was like that for like a year. No, it, it says a oh, few yeah. months. So. It says a few months here. So yeah, it's yeah, it's really not been long, I guess. Um, yeah, but yeah. So I mean, like, we're at a point now, I guess, where it's like 
most people don't even know it any other way. Well, and then so so to that point, yeah. you know, that this kind of becomes the same thing as the Hatbox Ghost, where um, you know, that was uh, that was part of the original Haunted Mansion. You know, people saw it back in, you know, yeah. 1969. And then, you know, and then it became, you know, an urban legend. And then when they finally brought it back, you know, it kind of, I mean, it's not like the Haunted Mansion was ever like not busy, but it was like, it was, it it hyped it up, right? Like it, it, it was, it was a, it was a point of excitement and everything. So, you know, to your point, Disney may look at this and go, yeah, you know, we could fix this right now for the sake of saying, oh, you know, it's fixed, you know, we're happy with that. Or, you know, it is, you know, doing these kinds of fix-ups is also a way to kind of leverage um, hype around things too, right? It's, you know. Well, that's the thing, right? Like, if they did fix it, they could market the heck out of that, right? Like, they could, like, literally, even though it's the same ride, they could, like, you know, do a whole thing like the Yeti's back. Like, but, you know, they could But like you said, though, people are like, that. what's wrong with the Yeti? Like, it would, it, yeah. Like, what's wrong with so, the so, you know, instead of, instead of yeah. posing it as, you know, fixing things, you know, they may decide to pose it as, you know, hey, we're making improvements to the ride. You know, it was kind of the same thing as the Hatbox Ghost is that it was like, you know, we have new technology. This is a way we're going to showcase something new is by bringing this thing back that was taken away a long time ago. So they, so they're kind of double dipping that way and that, you know, they did bring the thing back, but then they're also, you know, using it as an opportunity to explore some new tech. So maybe they'll do something similar with the Yeti is like, hey, you know you know, from when it broke down till now, maybe they'll have a newer way of doing it or they'll have, you know, you know, some, you know, it'll be able to move even more than it did before. They'll have like a whole different design to it. And maybe that's what the opportunity is that they're waiting for. Right. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah. (laughs) I know. Yeah. I just thought it was an interesting tweet, by the way, he actually, he doesn't tweet often, but a couple of the things he's tweeted on there are actually well because he's not even working for Disney right now, right? He's doing other things, yeah. He's not, but he's like seemingly still a little involved somehow. Well, I mean, yeah, like, <laughs> like a lot of the Imagineers, I, I don't think they ever quit entirely. It's you know they there's always a, a relationship between them and and Disney, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Right. I agree. All right. Yeah. You you want to talk That's about that, food right? next? <laughs> run down here. Yeah. We haven't okay. talked about food so, forever. <laughs> um, so this is a the flavors of Florida. Yeah. It's like a mini festival. It's a mini festival over at uh okay. at and this Disney's is presented Friends. by Corksicle, which remind me again what Corksicle is. <laughs> They've done they did food and wine last year. Okay. They did food and wine last year, I think. The past couple of years, maybe they, yeah, they're like, uh, I don't know. They make like right and stuff, I think, <laughs> but, but this is a very um, orange centric, um, festival thing that they're doing. It looks like, of course. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's taste of Florida. So everything's gotta be orange. Like they have this, uh, Amaret says, uh, the orange cream puff. Mm-hmm. Like I'd eat that. I don't even know what that is. Orange crack. Clint, yeah, yeah shoe pastry with orange right? crackling Villain? filled with Villain? orange curd and honey orange gel. How many more times can we say orange? That sounds delicious. <laughs> a lot. I actually really like orange yeah. flavors in desserts. So, like, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm down. The with thing I like is that there's no actual chocolate involved because the the one and I've said this before is you know when you get chocolate and orange together, I don't want it. So, you know, I'm I'm glad. I'm that. not a fan of that either. Yeah, no. <laughs> 
That being said, this orange bird dome cake, uh, although I don't think there's there's a little bit of white yeah. chocolate, I think, going on here, but layers of Grand Marnier, Marnier soaked vanilla chiffon cake, mandarin, um, I'm not going to try to say that, uh, <laughs> mandarin orange cream, and white chocolate crispy pearls. Mm-hmm. I would eat that. That sounds pretty good, too. And then for something completely different, there's uh, a I'm strawberry scroll- spritzer. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? <laughs> yeah. yeah, a strawberry spritzer. Um, oh man, chicken guy has an has a has an orange juice milkshake. That sounds terrible. You you think so? Because <laughs> um, yeah, well, I do. So yeah. have you ever, you've had. I guess it's orange and cream. It's like an orange Julius, right? So, right? Yeah, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just or I, I, I guess you've never had like, like the like orange. Vanilla cream soda, right? I have though. No, I love I love orange and cream. Yeah, yeah no, I do. It's just, it's, I think it's just the the idea of that like actual orange juice. I guess I'm just used to like oh okay, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, with, I can see that. Like you know, I would I would hope that it's actual like you know, it's not like the pulpy kind because mm. that would make it even weirder. <laughs> you know, it have to be it have to be you pulpy. need extra it'd pulp because right? if you're making a shake, it's got to be thick, right? <laughs> uh, oh. <laughs> oh god i hate pulp in my orange i i will only drink orange juice if it's pulp free i do not like yeah pulp that, in my orange yeah juice. I, I, <laughs> I i will do regular pulp i won't do extra pulp i don't yeah i don't understand that yeah no yeah it's not a i'm not a fan <laughs> all right anything else you're seeing on here that the peaks your I mean, interest the, we don't the, the orange cream float again you know it's that orange and cream uh Vanilla ice cream with an orange cream bar presented in a novelty cup. So it's, it's so it's like a Coca Cola glass with the okay. with a, an orange creamsicle rammed in the top. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Orange bird milkshake. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm just yeah. <laughs> I, I don't see. I mean, yeah. It's if you want some real like orange flavors, I guess. Yeah. Orange. There, there's stuff. definitely a lot of that going on here. You know. I have to say Everglaze right here, the Citrus Dream Donut, orange glaze confection with, they didn't even call it a donut, mm-hmm. they just a confection, with white buttercream, citrus flavored icing, and orange flavored candy, and fresh mint. That, that looks delicious and sounds delicious. Oh, yeah. So I would, I would, I would get And that. I know, I know you don't like that sounds really good. fish, but I, I see House of Blues has a local Florida mahi taco, which really like i i love good like fish tacos so yeah yeah There's no yeah it's, involved, and it's pickled so. onion coleslaw <laughs> and with cilantro crema and fresh cilantro so that's i, I guess that i i found out um apparently cilantro is one of those things that people either really love it or hate it like they, like it tastes different to people i didn't yep. realize how yeah yeah, there's certain people. Yeah, it tastes so like I, I, yeah. that's unfortunate if you are one of those people because I really like cilantro. <laughs> yeah, Trevor, um, I, I am one of those people. It tastes like so. Ah, uh, that, that's too bad. <laughs> I, I'll still eat it sometimes anyway, but like it's not. If I can not have it, then I won't. Like if I if it's an option to get rid of it, then I will. So, yeah. I, it's I I've never I've never been able to I always thought it was, I I didn't know for the longest time that that was a thing right like where it literally tasted different to some people I just thought it tasted bad and I was weird right like you know because I don't like there's a lot of things I don't like that a lot of people you know like I don't drink coffee and everybody likes coffee mm-hmm. right so it's like 
okay, well, maybe I'm just the weird one. Maybe maybe it's me, it's, but it's, yeah. it turns out that it's, it's not just you. So. Um, one last thing actually <laughs> ju- just caught my eye, and I'm not I'm not a coffee drinker, but um, they've got this uh, at Joffrey's Coffee. There's a buzzin' honey latte, which uh, you know espresso milk honey and vanilla syrup topped with cold foam. And a special character who happens to be Spike, and it and it's a very like I, I'm guessing that they're they've got a template or something, and they're dusting it onto the foam. But it looks really good, like like against one of those like yeah, yeah. proper like Disney looking things, like like it, you know the presentation is very Disney, even if it's you know not I agree. something I would eat <laughs> but or drink. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was gonna say that I was surprised I didn't see more key lime stuff on here because I'm I love a key lime pie. We mm-hmm. actually at our meetup last last year we had there was yeah didn't we have mini key lime yeah. pies like they were like yeah those were really good. Uh, but I was surprised they didn't go that route. They they went with the orange. But I mean there is a key lime pie on one. this list. So uh, <laughs> over at uh, what is it? Yeah, there's one at Paddlefield. Yeah, actually so, that's why uh, yeah, we had so the key lime. We, we know it's good. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, we had the key lime at Paddlefish. It's it's delicious. Although the ours were tiny, they were in little yes. jars. Yeah, they were in little mason but, jars. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're little mason jars. Yeah, they're delicious. Um, I mean, I don't see anything that else that's really jumping out to me here. Nope. I don't know if you do, but I'm, I'm I think I'm good on this one. We just hadn't talked food yeah, in a while. No, that, that's fair. And yeah, it's it, it's good to see what uh, what kind of seasonal stuff is going on from time to time, right? Yeah, yeah. All right, well, let's jump over to the West Coast and uh, talk about mm-hmm. uh, Disneyland a little bit. End our podcast with some Disneyland. So we're getting updates. Uh, you know, we we heard a while ago about uh, about you know uh, San Francisco coming to uh, San Francisco Square coming to California Adventure, and now we're starting to get some more details and and the work's actually getting done, so we can actually kind of start seeing some of the. Uh, so the concept art here, right? And uh, there's some really kind of cool stuff uh, that they're putting in here. First of all, they're putting uh, if you ha- if you've seen this movie, obviously mm-hmm. you'll understand the references, right? But like, I guess if you haven't, then it's going to be not make any sense <laughs> to you, um, <laughs> right? Yeah, but um, you know, I think it's cool that they're putting yep. Anne Cass's Cafe as a place to eat. I mean, that, that like, that's, that's a no brainer because cool. yeah, um, they, they were always eating in her, yeah. her place in the movie, <laughs> so yeah. Exactly, yeah. And so it looks like it's going to do what? Uh soups in uh sourdough bread bowls. Which Okay. I I'm always up for yeah, sourdough, which, sourdough I, I bread. I believe bowl. the yeah. the place that was selling or it, cuz it's taking over the Pacific Wharf which would sell sourdough bo- bowls. So So they're just they're just keeping I, I the same menu. I wouldn't assume know. it's exactly the same. I'm sure that they're going to do some tweaks to it. Um cuz why wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. You have the opportunity. <laughs> Can we talk about so this next picture that has the uh, has this like fish turbine looking thing over at the, up in the fish top turbine that looks like a real oh, photo yeah. mm-hmm. that doesn't yeah. the last photo that's on here that looks like a real photo that does not look like concept art to me yeah. but it says artist concept only like it looks well fr- I, I feel like real. somebody took because uh, I I know where this is in in Pacific Wharf and so like you know it, I'm sure somebody took a picture a reference picture. And then they they added to it is what I'm guessing happened. Yeah, it just like sketched over. Yeah, but you're okay, right. Like like looking at it, you know, like even like the trash cans and everything. It's like, oh, that I, I think they just took the existing trash cans and put the uh, the San Francisco logo on them. Yeah, put the but, put the uh, logo on it. 
yeah. yeah, it's uh, yeah, you're right. The more I'm looking at it, I'm I'm questioning if it was a photo, if it's a photo edit, or it's if it's music, uh, right. If it looks like too real, sketched over. Yeah, yeah. Dude, that's that's what I'm saying. I, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, okay. Like they built some stuff already, and then I then I looked at the the fish thing, you know, on the on the post there, which they're you know they're saying it's a you know a floating wind turbine, right? Uh, that looks like a fish, which is cool. It would be even cooler if it was like an actual working, like you know, uh, uh, turbine that created electricity from wind. Like that would be cool, but I doubt it. But um, but yeah, once I looked at that, I was like, oh, that that definitely looks like concept art. But the rest of the picture yeah. doesn't. I don't know, man. It's weird. <laughs> it's creeping me out. <laughs> oh, um, something towards the bottom of this, this um, article. Um. So, so they're talking about the different locations, like Aunt Cass's Cafe and uh, yeah. Rita's Turbine Blenders, which which offers up drinks and whatnot. But there will be new menu items at uh, Kukina, Kukamanga, and Ghirardelli Soda Fountain. Um, so we'll get to, <laughs> we'll get to probably talk about more about food here yeah, when they uh, when they release right. the info on that. When are they? Uh, when is this getting done? Um, they don't. They don't actually also, have an opening date for this that I saw. Yeah, because it's they're saying in mid July you'll be able to sample new San Francisco Sokyo selections at Lucky Fortune Cookery, and the port of San Francisco San Francisco will officially open. But and then, okay. um, oh, so, okay, so yeah, so uh, yeah, I'm, I'm guessing it instead of their uh, instead of doing it um, like as a big opening, I think you're going to find that they're going to open up sections of it over the next couple of months. Yeah. It's like a phased yeah. opening. Yeah. Like as they finish stuff. Yeah. I'm actually, I, I, you know, this, I will, I hope it's still there. You know, once I, when I eventually get to Disneyland, because like, I really liked big hero six. I feel like it's a fairly underrated movie and like the whole San Francisco idea and kind of like the, the design of San Francisco is yeah. so cool in the movie. And like, so I'm kind of glad they're bringing some of it to life. It's just kind of a, it's just a. I mean, to, aesthetic, to give you know? some perspective, um, Pacific Wharf has been around since the opening of California Adventure. For or like, it, it Pacific Wharf hasn't changed. Is what I mean. Like, I don't. I actually don't remember if it was like opening day that it, yeah, yeah. that it was there. But it, um, everything else around it has changed. So like Pixar Pier and everything. This is really like the last remnant of like the old California adventure stuff in that area. So I, I don't think you have to worry okay. too much about this changing dramatically, like in the next couple of years or anything like that. They seem to have, um, you know, they've done all the improvements to um, Pixar appear and everything. And I think it's with the intent of, you know, having that yeah. longevity of um, it being, you know, you know, obviously it's going to be Disney, you know, Disney IP themed, um, instead of just kind of generic California stuff. And that, that was the problem with it before is it was just like, um, you know, you, you would go there and they had like, or you'd go to, you know, um, Cars Land, which was amazing. And then you would walk past it and it was like Paradise Pier was kind of just very generic, um, like Coney Island kind of stuff, I guess, or or um, Santa Monica Pier, I guess, was what it was modeled after. Um, so yeah, yeah, so yeah 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 I I don't see this I don't think you have to worry about this going away anytime soon. <laughs> yeah. 
I assumed that it wouldn't, but yeah, I mean, it is really interesting that they decided to go this route because it's like, I know there are, I know Big Hero Six is known, but it's not like it's had some series stuff. Like I don't know they, where, like they've done Baymax and they and they did the cartoon series and everything. Yeah. Um, I just wonder how many people really know Big Hero Six. Like, is I mean, is that? I mean, what is that? This is this like Treasure pl- oh, Planet no. level oh, of no. Disney fandom, or it's not right? Yeah, definitely not. It's higher than that, but it's also not Moana or Frozen. You know, it's it's somewhere in that. Yeah, I mean, not, yeah, not everything has to be like right? like um whatever the the next hype thing is, right? Like it's, I I think it's good to have yeah, no, some, some like I don't want to call it mid tier, but <laughs> but I, I guess maybe that's what it is. It's you know, it's, no, it's no, mid tier, like you know, you. it's. It's, yeah. you know, hey, it's clearly Disney stuff, but it's not, it's not the, um, you know, you know, sorry, Fr- Frozen just like kind of beats you over the head at this point where it's, you know, the merchandise, the promotion, the everything around it is just crazy sometimes. Whereas this is like, hey, this is a, you know, it's still Disney, but it's something a little different and it doesn't necessarily have the, the hype around it that these other IPs do. Right. But it's still yeah it's it's yeah it's kind of insane how popular and how big frozen still mm-hmm. is right like when was frozen 2 20 what was that 2017 2018 no Am I it, off was, on this? it was after that wasn't it yeah it, it was, was more recently than that yeah 2019 it's 2019 it's four years but ago dude like we all said the blip four years so. ago and i my 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 daughter ate a a a, 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 a mozzarella cheese stick. You know, one of those little pull apart cheese sticks today that was frozen themed. Like, <laughs> you know, it's just the packaging, of course. But like, frozen is still so big, and it just doesn't go and, away. Yeah, like, and, it's, and, and I guess the funny thing is, huge. you know, we've had other we've had other shows. You know, like Moana is obviously getting getting traction, and same with Encanto and stuff. But it's yeah. like, yeah, it just keeps coming back. Like, it's it's crazy. I th- I think Encanto is like getting on the level of Frozen at this point, man. Like because of how big that soundtrack was. Yeah. Yeah. It's I mean, I think it's getting there. And I mean, I think Moana's pretty much up there too. Moana was huge. I mean mm-hmm. Yeah. Those I those three I feel like are the, the like the three biggest that they've had over the past like ten years. Or current gen as far as like stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I but I, I'm actually I'm I'm glad they did this. Like I think yeah. it's awesome. And I mean, I also see that they're gonna bring back the Baymax meet and greet, which is amazing because like I we did the meet and greet when he was at Epcot, and that was one of the coolest meet and greets we've done. Like it just I don't know, oh, it's totally kind of yeah. cool. He's I mean, I know it's, it's silly because like, you know, you can go and get a Halloween costume that blows itself it, up and it's basically the same thing but it, 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 it was a very cool meeting. honestly like, like the way it, it, it yeah it did it didn't feel it like, well a, like a well, cheap yeah. like like you said like a cheap halloween costume like because my son's like i went with my son for the baymax meet and greet and i i was impressed like how how much it like it, it felt like it came out of the show right like it wasn't yeah oh 100 percent. yeah yeah no, it felt really real. It yeah. felt like you were really meeting Baymax. Like it, it more so than some of the mm-hmm. other meet and greets. Like it felt really legit. So, um, yeah, it's, it's also weird to think that the building where that was yeah. doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> like I actually forgot gone. that that's where that was. Too. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, man. Like this, it's so weird that some of these buildings that were, you know, were there just are just gone now. I mean, that's part of why this has taken so long. And I've got too is they had to tear all that stuff down wait. and then rebuild, you know. So, but yeah, yeah, yeah. And then wait. Yeah. Right. All right. Well, I think that's right. it. Let's. Why don't we wrap um, it up? Where am I? I I lost my spot in the. Uh, <laughs> I was I was so busy reading all the the uh, um, Big Hero Six stuff. I lost. I, I I need to get back to the rundown again. All right, need to reorder. You can't do it from no. Memory I, actually, I can't because I, I I have all the the prompts in the wrap up to make sure that I, I cover everything because otherwise, yeah, otherwise I would miss yeah, it. Anyway. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, so yeah, to, to wrap us up, um, as usual, if you guys want to reach out to us, you can always find us at welcome home podcast at gmail.com. Uh, we, we love hearing your trip reports, you know, people send us their questions that way. If you, uh, um, you know, if you don't want to reach out to us on Facebook or if you don't have Facebook, you know, you know, Gmail is going to be around for who knows how long. So you can always find our, us via email. Um, if you would rather, like I said, if you'd rather reach out to us on Facebook, you can always find us on there as Welcome Home Podcast. You can also check out our Facebook group, Welcome Home Disney Waitlist. Um, and on other platforms, we are on YouTube as Welcome Home Podcast and on Instagram as Welcome Home Picks. So if you aren't following us there, make sure you do because, um, you know, anytime we post stuff, um, it does show up on all those different platforms. Um, so and, you know, you don't want to miss out. So, you know, you should just do it. Uh, that's <laughs> just do it. It's fine. Yeah, just do it. Um, if you'd like to help uh, support the show, you can always go to store.welcomehomepodcast.com and check out our different merchandise. We got t-shirts and mugs and stuff there, um, which if you're, you know, if you're planning on going to the parks, you know, get some, uh, get some merch going and, uh, you know, we would love to see pictures. Um, we, we've had some of our listeners share, you know, you know, pictures of them, um, you know, in the parks and, and, you know, outside of the parks as well, you know, wearing our, our merchandise, which is still very cool and very, it's very weird to me that we have merchandise because it doesn't feel like, I, I don't know. I, I still feel like we're just like starting this podcast, even though we talked about it at the beginning of the episode that <laughs> we've been doing it for so long. Yeah, it, it, it's it's always super super cool now. to see yeah. you know people wearing our merch. So um, yeah, like I said, if if you're yeah. interested, you know you know please consider helping support the show. Um, same thing on Patreon. We have uh, Patreon.com/slash Welcome Home Pod is where you can go check out our different levels of uh, Patreon support that we offer, which has exclusive Patreon merch that you can't get anywhere else. And uh, Patreon members also get access to our Discord server, which is yet another place that we uh, we uh, chat with our listeners. So um, if that's of interest to you, please, uh, please have a look at that. And last but not least, if you're listening on iTunes or Spotify, leave us a five-star review because it does actually help more people find the podcast. And uh, um, on iTunes, writing us a review is, um, is always great because we do read the reviews. Um, so you may actually show up on an episode if you do write us a review. And we also just love hearing your feedback. So, um, you know, please consider leaving us a review. Yeah. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. I don't have any to read this. It's, week, but it's summertime, yeah. right? Instead, you know, you know, people reading, are out doing yeah. things, so I, yeah. I get they're not thinking about their latest uh, iTunes review. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I agree. It makes sense. 
but but of course, don't forget to subscribe to Welcome Home Podcast so you can be reminded every time we release a new episode. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, just about any podcast app out there you can find our show. Just a reminder to our listeners, Welcome Home Podcast is for entertainment only. We are not employed by the Walt Disney Company. As such, all opinions we express on the show are our own. So please consult your DVC representative for more information or, you know, a Disney cast member. The guy whoever, on the bus. Somebody from Disney. Uh, about more information what's yeah talk to a bus driver you know they seem to know everything <laughs> um <laughs> oh my gosh the bus not the bus driver um, <laughs> yeah don't do you, do you do you think the monorail drivers if, if you can talk the to the monorail bus driver the or to the monorail driver i mean maybe he'll give you some inside stuff they come out at the yeah, station but, they but, come out at the but station, the bus driver you know? chat always happens when you're on the like when you're riding the bus right so you'd have to like sure. break into the, the front of the monorail <laughs> I don't know why, but I trust the boat captains more than I trust mm. the bus drivers. As far as like information accurate. Okay. Goes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, the problem is the bus drivers are just like the most forthcoming with the information. Right. Like they just tell you things, right? Like, whereas like the, you know, the boat drivers, you know, that not as much the boat <laughs> captains, not as much. You, you got to get it out of them. <laughs> anyway, we, what we totally doing? went off the rails again here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you. A huge thank you to Monero Financial for sponsoring this episode. And of course, World of DVC for being our sponsor for so, so many years and uh, continuing to support the show. So uh, join us next time for more Disney Parks discussion. Of course, more DVC talk. We hope to see you all real soon. This is Skipper Albert Awol, the voice of the jungle, signing off from Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. When we hit a chair. How she can cuddle is no man's affair. I looked around from pole to pole, found her in a sugar bowl.